Hello, um, Damon, Damon Cray. Um, thank you for joining me today. Can you please introduce yourself to the audience and say who you are, what you're doing, and um, maybe why you do it, <laughs> and maybe about a little bit uh, of your musical background and history? Yeah, so yeah, it's Damon Gray here. I'm from uh, Toronto area in Canada. Solo rock artist. Got an album out called Follow Your Nightmares. And yeah, man, in terms of why I do it, you know, creating music is creating from the soul. That's the purpose of life. You know, we're all creative souls. We're all meant here to express our passion in this short period of time we have on Earth. So growing up, I got you know, super tangled into heavy music, angry music, but I always viewed it as an awesome vessel of growth and joy and happiness. And even though it's, you know, angry at times and whatever, I always like, for me, it was a place of uh, happiness. Mm -hmm. So creating, you know, music, dark rock and metal is just me trying to give back to a world that I consider to be my everything, you know, that raised me like a lot of you know, other heavy metal fans out there. So uh, in terms of inspirations, man, it kind of goes for me, I just like the extremes. So I like all extremes, all emotional extremes. I like everything from, you know, the darkest, most brutal death metal I can find to like the happiest, let's like hold hands and talk about love in the garden. Like, <laughs> and I also love the saddest music ever, like Elliot Smith and depressed heroin addicts. But I, then I love the happiest music ever, like, you know, the Beatles or like, I even get into like new age hippie music sometimes, just like save the trees and praise the fucking spirits. Like all the different variables, man, it's all good. I'm all into all the emotional extremes. I don't judge them. Just want to experience them. And yeah, I got an album out. Um, I'm, I'm gonna be getting another album out once I, once I get to LA and get it made. So I actually have that album ready to go. I just it's just a matter of like you know, navigating this crazy world we live in, and um, yeah, do a lot of writing, do a lot of creating, and here we are, man. It's another day, another good day. Okay, good. Thank you very much. Um, so. As I understand this, uh, you are a solo artist, right? Or you have a band or um, you create a good question, man. I mean, I'm a solo artist. When I joined the label out of line for to release the first album, they wanted to promote it as more of a band. But at the end of the day, yeah, I'm a solo artist. You know, I write the music myself. It's my it's my music. It's my project. But live, we're a mm -hmm. band. You know, okay, okay, okay. Me running around there. Obviously, we're a full blown band. And sometimes the members can change and such. But yeah, yeah. It's, so mm -hmm. it's both. You know, it's a band and a solo artist. I see. Because yeah, you know, I checked I checked your videos, and uh, and there was mostly the same guys. And I was like, okay, so how does this work together and stuff? You know, I'm I'm pretty sure you're the the main force, but, uh, you know, sometimes, um, you know, the, the creativity is, um, it's, it's good if you, if you are with other people, because I mean, we're gonna talk about maybe how you create your music as well, yeah. because yeah. sometimes it's not easy as a solo artist, you know, um, mm. there's some obstacles with it, you know, first of all, when do you finish a song you know it's you always can add something or distract and and you know and you need some other people you know like a sounding board to to kind of uh 
put out your ideas and somebody else needs to tell you, okay, no, this works or it doesn't work or, or are yeah. you so, you know, and, and I don't mean it in a bad way, uh, are you so full of yourself that you just know, okay, this works and I can go with it and I, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I write all the music myself exclusively. The band's not involved with writing okay. the music. And the person that I collaborate with is, the like, the producer of the album. Okay. And I've been working with a guy named Mike Riley. He's done some Manson... He's at a Manson record. He's done... He's just, you know... We're on the same wavelength. I mean, you got producers these days that can play all the instruments, do all, you know, all the sounds. So it's a very intimate collaborative process with with a producer and then we bring in musicians as we need but for writing the music it's it's my energy and it's my vision and it's my soul that I put into creating basically the rough draft mm -hmm. of the song I don't play any instruments so I create them I make the sounds of all the songs just with my mouth mm -hmm. I do the drums I do the whole thing okay but I mainly do it in my mind mm -hmm. kind of with like how the energy and emotion feels and I know it sounds abstract but that's just how I do it so I'll think about a song sometimes for like, I'll get an inspiration and go. Sometimes I think about a song for like four or five months just in my head mm -hmm. until it's like, okay, I feel this song now. I know what it's like, the vibe of it. And then when I get to the studio, you said like, how do you know if a song's done? Um, you kind of just get into the flow. And when you have this like high level vision of what the song is, what the sound is, you don't have to stress about every little part. It's just like, is has this vision been kind of realized? Ah, okay, I and get it. it. Has, mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. like, great. And then like you learn to just be more chill with things. It's like, oh, I was expecting like a double kick there or not this. Or, oh, I thought that was going to be a little different, but it's not. It's like you also have to balance. Like I can't make my vision of everything too exact. Mm -hmm. I have to also go in the flow. So it's like you get your high level vision and then you go in the flow and you just ride it. Okay, uh, I'm, this this already explains a little bit because um, music-wise, it's really tough to. I mean, it's not tough, but it's you're not really like clear-cut uh, only this genre or only that, you know. So um, you have a variety of things, and and now this kind of explains it to me a little bit because you just get your vision and you let the song decide or the idea decide where to go really with it. Because there's there's some, you know, I found you through the song um, uh, I Don't Want to Crew Up. And I really like this one. It's, it's really it's really in your face and really punchy. Yeah. But then you have yeah. some other songs like uh, uh, King of Sin or so. This is a little bit more, um, how you say, uh, virtuoso you know there's there's some more things involved you know so you have the punchy stuff uh and and um you know now now i get it because i was like how how is gonna how how does this come to pass you know um in in your yeah. creative process uh yeah no that's uh that's actually that's actually quite cool that you that you might have found the the right producer to to get this this done you know that it's not easy i think to get the visions out of your mind out you know even if it's a, a, mm -hmm. like you said a high concept vision and you're not so focused on the on the small details you still want you know to to see your vision in the happening you know so and um, yeah uh, you, know, the, you the need a like-minded person to 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 get it there so yeah yeah the producer needs i mean that's why like 
even though I could make the album other places and if I didn't travel, it'd probably be like, you know, I wouldn't have to deal with as much stuff, but like, he's just a guy that I trust and, and it's mm -hmm. like his vision too, right? Like I'm bringing songs like 50, 60, 70%. And then it's also like his vision as well, like where he wants to take it. Um, but it's just like, basically, yeah, there's overlap, there's overlap. And it's like when there's mutual respect and mutual trust of, of each other's feel of music and musicality, it can just move the way it needs to move. Yeah, the first record, those songs, like, they came from a lot of different times. They're all kind of like their own story, you know? The second record is a little different because, like, I actually created it all around the same-ish period of time, and I've, like, put it into a flow. Mm -hmm. So... It's uh, going to be very exciting if it comes out how I want it to come out as like one kind of more unified. More like a concept, more like a concept and... album kind of, uh, you know, that it's more interchange, interlocked the songs because we are, we are, we are you know, like a, yeah, like a concept album that we are having one, one basic story we follow or something. Or... It's not so much like a concept album, I wouldn't say. It's more just like... The first record is a lot of different songs. Like, it's almost like 11 singles, you know? Like, mm -hmm. each one had its own unique thing. There was different people yep. involved with all of it. And the flow of it was just kind of, like, taking 11 stories and just, like, seeing how they could work. Mm -hmm. Whereas this next record, I've put more thought into... Because I've created it at the same time, it's like... I, I've kind of just... It's just gonna flow more like a record made from start to back as opposed to like 11 singles. Okay. And like, I, I, I think either way works, you know? But anyways, uh, yeah, I'm pretty stoked to have just like uh, a more unified sound across the whole album. Okay, and, and what will the sound be? Because uh, like, like, you know, we already talked about your, your 11 singles, let's put it this way, we are... Um, diverse and this is cool you know i mean i really like yeah. that you know for me it's yeah it's uh yeah. i grew up with crossover you know uh fate yeah. no more and stuff and i'm i'm really like right. that you're not so stuck in in one genre because then you yeah. know you keep it interesting you 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 mix it up but um so the next album you have any idea which which way it will go yeah i mean i already have it like ready i've got it all the songs i've done them with my mouth i've got the lyrics ready it's kind of gonna be um yeah like i think more towards the sound of like i like the taste of blood in terms of the dark industrial goth metal oh, sound cool, cool. that's that's yeah. exactly my thing <laughs> so i'm looking even more forward to it man me too man i can't wait to see how it comes out but um you know it's like dark and that kind of vibe but but high frequency high frequency high energy mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah um, well, you know yeah. what what i always find interesting is that um because you know uh i don't know you yet but I, i'm i'm pretty sure you are a quite positive person and and you know it's for me it's it's so f not not funny but it's always kind of like you find really um how you say, uh, very uh, positive people doing very dark music because kind of, um, is, it, is it for you that you kind of um, uh, put your, your 
bad uh, things, your bad inclinations into it, or um, is it like like a cleansing thing, or um, hmm. because because I, I I see this quite often, and I'm 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 just you know this is just It's an open conversation, uh, you know, just wondering if it is something has to do with it, you know, because you you are a very positive person. You just told me you came back from the woods and you had a nice trip and, you know, you're you're full of life. Let's put it this way. And then you do a, a more dark. I mean, I like it, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, I, I'm yeah. absolutely with you, but I'm just kind of thinking about it out loud uh, right now. Yeah. Um, It's a good question, man. It's a calm, it's a profound question. And mm. I like, I would answer it with one, with one phrase and then expand on it. But the phrase I would say is beyond good and evil. Oh, Nietzsche. I love Nietzsche. You know, I'm, I'm a German, you know, he, he was not far from here, actually, where I live. Uh, I'm a big Nietzsche fan. So <laughs> we, yeah, we have like something the, to the, connect. The judgment of, of good and evil is just that it's judgment. Mm -hmm. And our truth is beyond judgment. Our truth is just experience. So, you know, it's, it's all experiences are neither good or bad. All, all emotions are neither good or bad. What one person deems as evil or bad is just their own judgment. So for me, you know, I like all of it. Mm -hmm. um, I just happen to really resonate with like dark, uplifting energy because I like it. Mm -hmm. I don't consider it good or bad. I just really like it. I consider it raw and primal and empowering and in increasing frequency. And I feel like you can listen to angry music. I know you can listen to angry music from a place of love. Mm -hmm. Not that I would consider my music very angry because there's much angrier music. I consider it just kind of like high frequency, dark inspired. Yeah. And uh, music. And um, the other thing with, your question in terms of why like happy people listen to dark music, for example, or like watch scary movies. I, I believe it's all about the a balance of extremes. And I believe that we are relative beings in nature. So when you go higher on one scale, mm -hmm. like higher on the scale of love, it allows you to better mm -hmm. tap into the feeling point. to pay and vice versa. Mm -hmm. I consider it akin to training your vocal cords. As you train your like low falsettos, your high ones open up. As you train your high, your low mm -hmm. op opens up. But if you just train your high, you lose your low. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's great to go all different directions, man. No, it's, it's actually a good idea. Yeah, it's yeah, sorry, just people that like the heavy, dark stuff, you know, mm -hmm. by doing that, they're also training the happy love stuff mm -hmm. is how I think about it. No, you're absolutely right. This this, this goes a little bit like uh, I, I always get them wrong, Plato or Socrates, that it's kind of yeah. this, this unconsidered life. You know, if you if you have like, um, you know, if you have a flat line then nothing bad or nothing good would happen to you. But if you can experience the good, you also will experience the bad. But it will, you know, the, the, the amplitude of the altitude is higher. You know, like, like you just said, you, you take the good with yeah. the bad. If you really laugh, you can really be hurt because the person you laugh can really hurt you. But if you never yeah. really laugh, you will have never th this good great feeling in the first place so no that's a really good point you're, you're just making so um that you kind of 
you live your life to the fullest, you could say, when you when you go, uh, um, you know, not, not extreme, maybe, you know, extreme is a little bit uh, dangerous because when it gets, you know, like into, I don't know, uh, you know, kinky stuff maybe or something, you know, but you should be more outliving and really, you know, that you really get into the emotion that if you get fall in love, you really fall in love. You know, no holds barred. And if you <laughs> if you hate someone, you hate someone. Okay, that's that's not the good emotion. But this happens, of course, because only someone you really trust or love can uh, uh, destroy you. No, how, how are you? Can can kind of turn uh, really hurt you. That's what I'm what I'm meaning. You know, but right. uh, if you don't laugh, you you never get uh, somebody to really hurt you but then you never really laugh so you know it's always uh, yeah. this um you you have to balance it and and you you got a good point here i'm i'm really yeah man i learned something <laughs> in the first in the first 10 minutes of our yeah. talk already well um yeah you pretty much sums it up well i think i would just add whatever your truth is feeling you know Feeling shame about your truth or not living it is is not the thing to do. Mm -hmm. And I just like dark stuff. I'm not a fucking shamed of it. I love it. I've always loved it. You mm -hmm. know, just because I go to some, you know, meditate or do some fucking yoga doesn't mean I don't want to bounce some skulls in a mosh pit. Like, that's just me. I have no shame about it. It's all good. It's all from a good place. Mm -hmm. It's just my authentic truth. And, and see, I think this is this is really what what sets us apart. You know, I mean, there's a lot of angry youth, you know, who kind of has all this repressed anger and stuff and doesn't leave it out. And and the good thing with uh, seemingly the both of us is we we know of our dark side and we leave it out and we let it, you know, we don't let it uh, boil up. Uh, when it explodes, you know, but like you have totally. the, this this mass shootings or whatever thing, what happens when you know when yeah. you really have some anger issues. So we yeah. know about the bad stuff, and and we can deal with it because we we face it. You know, we um, it's it's almost like like all your nightmares, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's that's a good yeah. Like this is your your all your album album title. I know, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's I, very I yeah. It's very sort of two parts to the dark stuff. I mean, on one side, it's exactly what you said. It's like aggression release. It's so mm -hmm. healthy. Mm -hmm. And even if you're not a mad person, like we are all connected. Consciousness is connected. And there's like a, a, the pain, the pain body of consciousness. Like we're, we're if you're especially if you're empathetic, like you can absorb the energy from people around you, but just in general, right? That's mm -hmm. always flowing. So you always need to release aggression. Like we are humans on earth. Like it's a place of a lot of pain. So it's it's healthy to do that, of course. And then the other thing is like, it's okay to just go to darker, aggressive places just for the fun of it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to have a purpose. It doesn't have to have, it's just like, I just want to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like the philosophical and it's just like, mm -hmm. I just fucking want to do it. Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm 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 absolutely with you on this one because sometimes, you know, I you know, I talk with a lot of artists and sometimes, you know, some people really have a message and want to convey something and you know, and there's a lot of good causes, you know, you can talk about the environment or the self-help or you know, kind of uh, whatever. 
but sometimes mm-hmm. you just want to have fun and it's absolutely fine to just have fun and and dance the night away and don't think about it and you know <laughs> just uh, live on this fucking endorphins and and you know like you said uh, i wouldn't crush some some skulls or something but i i get you i get your point you know like doing pogo dancing on a punk concert and just not thinking about it you know just you know you 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 rip your your trousers or whatever but it doesn't you know it was worth it it was just the night of fun and and this is you know i remember you know i mean right now we have this fucking pandemic but hopefully it's over soon uh, i remember nights where i don't remember what i did you know but it was fun And it was just great to to be alive, you know. And anyway, mm. so I, I guess we are we are on the same on the same side here. Experience for the sake of experience itself. Ex- exactly, because you know, at at the end of the day, uh, I just had this conversation uh, um, a couple of days ago. When at the end of the day, if you ask yourself on the deathbed, you know, what yeah. what was it worth to live? And if you have somebody who tells you, oh. I watched a lot of Netflix and, you know, this was my life. And then, oh, man, poor you. But if you just say, okay, you know, I met this guy and I did this and, and I did some really stupid stuff, but I lived my life, you know. This goes back to the, the unconsidered life that uh, Plato or Socrates, you know, I always mess them up, like I said, talks about. You know, this life is so special because only you have it. So make the fullest out of it. This doesn't mean you should... This is my take on it. This doesn't mean you should live your life like every day uh, is your last day, you know, kind of uh, there is no tomorrow. There is tomorrow, you know, plant a tree uh, and have children or do, you know, do some cool, st- I mean, or uncool stuff. Uh, it depends on how you see it. But, um, yeah. you know, d- d- provide for, for the future. But also, I mean... My personal thing is, um, if I would die now, there would be almost nothing I would regret of not having done. You know, there's always a few good things I want to still do. What? It's a good day to die. Exactly. You know, if if I would, I still would like to see a few things more. You know, I would, uh, you know, I want to jump out of a plane, you know, with a, with a yeah. air, uh, uh, with a, you know, how we call this, uh, air, air thing. Um, uh. um You know, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, jumping out of a plane with a um, mm-hmm. oh, parachuting, you know, skydiving. Uh, pa- pa- parachuting, skydiving, exactly. So, like, I, for- I forgot, you know, the the, the thing uh, and stuff. And I want to, you know, see a-, a few more things, of course. But if I would die right now, I would say I I have done the most out of my life, you know, in 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 my little capacity I could do, you know, uh, and and this is how how I think you should live you know but you don't regret because what i learned is you only regret the things you haven't done you know um and then when you would say oh would i i could have done this and that and why don't you do it you know even if you fall flat on your face at least you could say i tried it and it didn't work well you know get up and, and do something else Anyway, sorry, um, I don't want to uh, take take uh, away from you because uh, we're talking no, about no, you I, and not, uh, not me. <laughs> yeah, like I would say just to comment on that, I mean, I think regret always is a conflict between your mind identity and your truth or your soul. So if your mind identity is looking to be cool in front of people or it's afraid to do something because of it's being judged or whatever, mm-hmm. 
or you're doing something specifically to be seen and all that sort of stuff, then that's what's going to lead to regret on your deathbed because your deathbed, your, your ego and all that's gone away and your soul is staying there. But if you're living your life in your truth and you're just doing stuff because it's genuine to you, then you're not going to, yeah, live with any regrets because it's like, I'm going to do this and people might think I'm stupid or make fun of me, but it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. I know it's what I want to do. Yeah, that's, that's so, point, yeah, man. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. No, you're, you're right. You should, yeah, you should find your, what, what truly makes you happy. And, and you know, uh, there's this saying, I don't get it together, but like, dance like nobody is watching or something like this, you know, yeah, and, and just have fun. And, and, uh, you know, I, 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 I hate this weekend to put on, uh, put on eye masks and get warmed up. Everyone shakes it out like a weirdo and you just get out of your head. It's all about mm-hmm. getting out of your head, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes it helps if you go through some trauma early in life because you realize, but even if you don't go through trauma, you can still get out of your head. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, Let's talk about you again <laughs> a little bit more. Um, All right. You you are also a model. Um, how how did did this come come to pass? Uh, or uh, does it does it? Uh, um, uh, can can you just ex- explain? Yeah, I got a little into bit like modeling and um, modeling and and performing, actually stripping too for for women and stuff. And you know what? Um, I think, I think when you think about that sort of stuff, you you instantly would think about the ego and self gratification, but it really just comes down to enjoying it, man. Like I think there's no shame in sexual energy. There's no shame in being happy with what you look like. There's no shame in trying to document things like that in an artistic sense. To me, like modeling mm-hmm. and, and dancing and all that, it follows under the bucket of art. Mm-hmm. And I think like any form of art, when art is done for purposes of the mind and the ego to get something, it's not going to be pure. Mm-hmm. But when it's real, it's it's valuable. And like it's that's how I feel about modeling. Like I'm not doing some some dumb shit just to like post it. I'm doing it because like I'm trying to capture something or it's like interesting to me. I'm not saying every fucking picture. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But like in general, like. I want it to be cool. I want it to be part of a vision. I want it to be like an expression of myself or if I'm like performing and all that. So, I mean, um, dude, whatever form of art feels nice to a person, they should follow. And I just enjoy the modeling stuff. It's it's cool. And uh, the performing stuff, it's, it's fun, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, share if you want to share what you look like or you don't want to share what you look like, you should do that, you know. Mm-hmm. I just want to and I, I enjoy it. Yeah, no, I'm 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 with you as well because you know I I don't know if you know that but I grew up in in the GDR you know behind the Iron Curtain and we had this big uh, you know for nudity was was normal you know you could um, and and when I was for the first time in the United States and kind of there are so many porn sites but nudity uh, outside of uh, of it's kind of so oh how, how could how could and and this is so. Uh, you know, we, we're, we're going back to to what you said earlier. With a, um, it's it's not true truthful uh, in, in a way because um, I get a sense, you know, that with you you're you're fine in in your in in yourself, you know, in in um, you're 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 good, and 
if you take away the the sexuality and and all the, these things, then you also hide something from from your yourself. And this is kind of yes. where the the Americans. Okay, I don't want to bash them. You know, it's not all of them, of course. But um, yes, where it becomes a little bit unhealthy because this is not allowed. And and when when you have this extreme, you know, you have extreme porn sites, but but when you're absolutely closed up like like this, it's kind of this is unhealthy. This is unhealthy, you know, the extreme side, and yeah. the other one is unhealthy as well. So kind of a normal normalcy uh, would would be yes. in order, you know. Like I just recently read that in Germany, if you go to a sauna, you are naked. Everyone is naked, you know, and this is normal because in a sauna you're sweating, you know. Why would you have a towel on or something else? You know, it's really yeah. ridiculous. And in the United States, uh, you, yeah. would, you would have it uh, kind of absolutely bonkers to me. So, um, yeah. but I, I think also this promotes this unhealthy thing that um, you were alluding to with, with uh, you, you know, I saw your pictures on Instagram and I thought it's, it's really cool and you do some really crazy stuff, you know, stunt things and, and uh, um, uh, man, I, you're, you're quite in good shape, I have to say. <laughs> um, so, but... Um, but yeah, I, I get it. You, you're coming more from a from a healthy point of view, you know, kind of like look what I can do and and how how well I feel with my body, and not like look what I can do and you don't, and you know I'm better than you or something. It's kind of uh, you're promoting yeah. more the the healthy outlook on yourself as well, you know, uh, on yourself yeah. and others. Yeah, with the sexuality stuff, you know, and porn and all that, it's like, dude, I, I, I stopped watching porn. You, you know, like, I think the only thing that matters with the sexuality stuff is self-respect. You're not doing it because you're crying for attention or because you are you're you got, you know, these damages and stuff. You're, you respect yourself and you're okay with how, how you want to be and that's cool. And then, um, dude, on the physical stuff and, and all that, it's the same thing, man. It's just like, do you love yourself enough to treat yourself well and, and, um... How people judge you is their own business. It's not mm -hmm. my business. Like if someone thinks I'm, you know, doing something for attention, that's their mm -hmm. business. I, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, it's not my business. I'm just, <laughs> right. It's very freeing to, to feel like that. And we're conditioned to be in a world where we should desire other people's, uh, you know, approval and stuff. Mm -hmm. So you don't need it. You don't need it. It's mm -hmm. nice to have, but it's not required. <laughs> it's, that's a that's a really good point, you know, because um, if if you really think about it, you know, uh, it's like uh, you want you crave attention on Instagram from from all these thousands of followers or millions sometimes, you know, and and they are faceless people, and if you really need, you, you know, you have no real close connection to them, and if you are so relying yeah. on 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 their thumbs up or thumbs down or whatever. This this kind of shows back to you how how little self-esteem you have or how little you kind of accept the the person you are. You know, I mean, I yeah, man. I'm often wondering. You know, we we are both a little bit older. I I think uh, I'm not going to ask you how old you are, but um, you know, I'm I'm kind of a little bit worried with a generation, and I don't want to, you know, sound too old, hopefully, uh, after after us, you know, who grows up with this stuff and and kind of gets 
relies a little bit on their self-esteem to, oh, I got liked uh, a thousand times and oh, this, this doesn't, you know, this attention grabbing for, for the wrong reasons, like you put it, you know, yes. so to uh, going to after trends and stuff. And um, I deal with a lot of musicians and, and the only thing I always tell them, and, and you you have this down already, I don't have to tell you that, is do the things you really love to do, you know, because only this makes you happy and if you perform your songs later live you know and you're not 100 behind them how can you yeah. the, the audience will notice that you are like phoning it in you know that you're not really in it um and if if you really are behind your songs and are you really feeling it then then it will transmit to the audience and they will just get what you are and what you mean you know even if you if you don't get the, the lyrics or something we will get the energy and this is this is the most that's important our, thing that's our it's pure i mean for me i can't physically create something that doesn't resonate like i not only do i do i not want to i actually can't mm -hmm. and that's just how i am like i cannot be fake i just cannot do it I, it's not something i I can do. I just even like, for example, like, I don't know why this example comes to mind, but in university, you know, you're out with your boys and everyone's trying to pick up girls and stuff and they're putting on this act or that act and saying this and that. And I'm just st standing there with a the Slayer mm -hmm. shirt on. I'm just like, I can't fake it. Like, mm -hmm. I can't go up to some girl I don't know and pretend this and that. I cannot do it. Mm -hmm. It's just like, dude, I don't put energy into that. I just mm -hmm. put energy into your your truth, your authentic truth. So it's like writing a song. Someone sends me some song, and it just the instrumental's pretty good. You know what I mean? It's it's nice, but if it doesn't resonate, like there's a zero percent chance I'm singing to it. And um, you know that's one of the reasons bands never worked out for me. It's not that I can't like play in the playpen or 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 stuff like that. But to me, like my my art is sacred to my own soul. Mm -hmm. So. You know, if a band sends me some stuff that put vocals to it, it's like, this might be dope, man. It just isn't me. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, and in terms of, like, the younger generation, you said it's 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 hard to kind of, uh, I agree, but the only way to kind of get over that thinking of, like, oh, what the young, what, it's like it's all part of the flow of this, you know, it's all part of the flow of how we're all evolving in general. Mm -hmm. And, like, we have to learn those lessons. Cause yes, You know, some young kid that's all fucked up by their phone, you, you part of me is in them, a part of them is in you. So they're going to learn those. We're all learning those lessons together. Mm -hmm. And who the fuck knows how it's going to turn out. But it's 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 there for a reason. Yeah. No, I you know, my theory in this is um, there's always like like a pendulum and it swings in one direction, you know, it becomes yeah. very extreme, and then it swings in the other direction, and then it will find its yeah. middle ground. It will find the equilibrium where, you know, where you have like, like a middle thing, because it's um, as much as, as you can bash the social media craze and, and all this stuff, it has also yeah. some, some benefits, you know, it's, it's great. You know, we are just talking because I could easily reach out to you and just say, hey, man, I like your music. Can we talk? And, and you know, and here we are yeah. and, and we're talking. So, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's great. It's, it's cool and you can use it for some good. It's just if it's um, 
when we're going to the extremes again, you know, if, if, you, if it's the only thing you need in your life, then something is wrong, you know, there's, uh, um, if, if, you, if you give it too much space in, in, your, in your life, then, uh, but this is with almost everything, you know, uh, even, you know, in a relationship, if you give it too much space, then it's also not good, you know, you, you need to air to breathe, it's, it's for, you, you can say, my point is, you can say it to everything, if you do it in an extreme, it's too much, you know, even if you laugh, you know, back to you you love your music mm -hmm. but once in a while like you just said you came back from the woods and i'm pretty sure you were thinking about your music and you were thinking about your new album and what you want to create but it was also you were yeah. thinking about something else and it was you know you were out and and i like this too you need before we, we talked I go for a little walk. I don't have a cell phone with me. I have nothing. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, you know, yeah. want to free my mind and just, you know, be ready for for a new experience. And and this is hopefully what the what the youth will will learn. And and in this way, you know, it's good that that you are one of the persons they might like uh, look up to. You know, because you, if you want it or not, you you are an influencer in a way. You know. Um, because you know people like your music like i'm i'm talking to you because i like your music and yeah. um and then people will will check your shows and and stuff and maybe let's let's talk about this because um yeah i hope the the situation right now in germany it's quite good and i hope the same is in in toronto you're in toronto right now right um Ontario, for Und some reason, is like the worst in the world for oh. whatever reason. We're just Canada Canadians tend to be uh, interestingly nice, and I think sometimes they get taken advantage of in that sense. Okay. But it's good that you guys are opening up and all that jazz. So there's no no shows at the moment at at your at your area. No, Ontario is like literally the worst in the world right now. It's very wow. strange, but it's okay. Okay. Okay, because you know, I wanted to talk with you. Um, uh, with your, with your, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you have plans to to go live. You know, to to get your your show on the road, so to say. Yeah, which I did. Which I, which I, I kind of feel like I've played the first album. A lot of it. I mean, sure, it was maybe twenty, thirty shows just around mainly Ontario or Toronto. But uh, it was, you know, I I got out there to to express and play the, those songs to feel them and to feel their live energy and that's great you know what i mean if it was to a thousand people or ten thousand or or ten people like what can you do like at the end of the day it was uh i was able to release that energy into the world through live performance and that's 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 it so for me uh the next thing i want to do is you know update the music get some new shit out and then play play that so mm -hmm. that's gonna be, that's gonna be going down, hundred percent. Okay, and and that's why you're you're going to LA, to to do. Well, I'm gonna get another record done, so that you know, you've got a, a nice catalog of songs to choose from and some mm -hmm. fresh material to play live and bring that energy. Mm -hmm. Bring the mm -hmm. updated energy, you know, because some of the songs of the first record I came up with some time ago. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's all timeless, but like you know, as an artist, you got to keep changing and evolving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is is it tougher for you to, you know, sometimes um, 
I, <laughs> this is not your problem yet, but you know, sometimes I wonder if the Rolling Stones are still into their music because you know they play it for 50 years, and if they can still feel feel the, is it tough for you, uh, um, you know, to to feel the energy with the, with the older songs you did, uh, you know? Is it is it um, tougher for you to get into into them? Question. Or? I mean. I haven't played them for two decades kind of thing, but I would say that all genuine soul powered art is timeless mm -hmm. and infinitely able to be experienced. So I would say, um, music may not always, art may not always be a reflection of who you are potentially in this moment, but it's always a reflection of a special moment that can always be celebrated. So mm -hmm. I uh, obviously, I would say, no, I don't think you'd ever get tired of it. I don't think so. I think you might prefer to, yeah. I'm, I'm listening to you. I just need to open the door. Sorry. Um, oh, just, yeah. just go on. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I mean, it's kind of both. Like, I think you prefer to obviously keep express expressing your most recent soul passions, but... I don't think that you ever get, um, you know, tired of, of other moments. And, you know, actually, there's a band called At The Gates. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't really upset me. I don't know how I feel about it, but I love their first two records. Um, the Fear I Kissed, The Burning Darkness, and The Red in the Sky is Ours. It's very raw, primitive, before they believe they were as good as musicians but to me on an energetic level it's like my everything those albums and i grew up with those albums and when they talk about those albums being not as good and like the fact that they don't like to play them as much live it almost like hurt me a bit because mm -hmm. i was like you guys are my icons those albums <laughs> are my favorite you don't even like the own music you created that's mm -hmm. that's insane that's mm -hmm. insane yep. so i would never ever say that about my own music um mm. yeah yeah no you know, no i'm i'm, I'm, I'm with good. you i'm with you with, with it because i mean i i don't know specifically why we would say that you know maybe uh i don't right. know we were under construct uh conscription no how you say uh you know we were maybe obligated to to do something but i don't if think it's not so pure art then sure you know mm -hmm. what i mean but if it's pure art timeless mm. so i think yep i think so too and i i don't know i think as a musician you love all your you should love all your songs you know they change you you know yes. sometimes you love this more than the other one this is normal because you as a person you change you know your outlook of a song will change and i like you know for example um y you have songs you can listen to to your whole life and And they seem to change, but it's not that the song changes, but you change and your perception changes. You you learn more, you accumulate knowledge, and you you accumulate uh, um, all this uh, wisdom. Hopefully, <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. So so the the art changes. Uh, I mean, you change, and and it, you perceive that the art is changing, and this is also. Um, I, I guess you could agree here with me um, that that's the best art is kind of which, which evolves with you as well. Because this is sometimes, this is just me personally, where I dislike 
punk music, you know, straight out punk music, because they tell you exactly what to think. This is left and this is right and this is black and this is white, you know, and there is no there is no way of um, uh, something between the lines, you know, to find your own way with it, your own uh, um, access to the song. And so I, I rather have songs where they're more like where it's a little bit more wake, but but wake in a in a good way where, where you can fill in your your personal biography where you are at the moment. And um yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah I guess I, I find that. I've always liked I've always been cool with punk, but I mean to me metal was always about strength and independence, resilience, respect you know healthy aggression and i thought punk sometimes was just about disrespect and anarchy for the sake of it mm -hmm. so i never resonated with the message as much especially going to like metal shows and seeing the respect in the mosh pit mm -hmm. punk shows very little respect typically in mosh pits people get hurt at punk shows and uh it's just like no one gives a fuck mm -hmm. not saying all the time but that's my that's that was my experience with it Yeah, I mean, this this is what you said earlier. Also, you know, if it comes from the right place, um, you know, you can you can you can pogo dance and and you know, uh, I mean, if you if you do it with respect and if you do it uh, not just to show off or just like oh, I'm 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 more uh, I don't know I'm more aggressive than you and blah 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 and and all this stuff, you know, when when it comes mm -hmm. from the from the right sure. place, um, yes, uh, so. I mean, I'm I'm actually quite happy to hear that you had some some life experiences already because I, I wasn't sure, um, as you are a, a more new artist, as I can uh, can can judge, that that you had the opportunity before you know the this pandemic hit to to get out. Um, yeah. So um, I have a you know a fun question I I, I like to ask uh, in in this regard. Was yeah. there any funny mishaps what happened on your way to the stage or on the stage or behind the stage as you were performing you know i mean only you know pg-13 of course you know uh, but uh any funny stuff that, that you could share yeah um <laughs> just thinking back to some live shows <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what's funny? Um, Or yeah, interesting. This one time, I, guess, I guess this one time, I I usually bring out my whip to XXX. <laughs> 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 I like to like just get a little weird with it. And uh, yeah, it's some, this one girl came on stage once. I kind of told her to. And she got like, yeah, she got a little crazy up there and I was having trouble getting her off and she started turning into like her own kind of strip show and stuff which was fine but also i mean all sorts of crazy little like little things happen like that uh but not nothing like insane that comes to mind it's like usually the shows have gone pretty smooth no one's like really fucked up mm -hmm. too hard and and it's like usually just a pretty pretty good celebration man mm -hmm. yeah this is yeah, you, you know for me um, I realized this as I was talking with, with other artists that um, it, 
music is, is such a raw thing that um, I really miss going to concerts because, you know, just just dancing and this is like a communion, you know, like like religion or like church, you know, this is what makes religion so um, so uh, accessible or so um, so powerful that you do something together, you know, and this is our congregation. This yeah. is where we where we dance together and and, you know, all the tribal cultures have dances and singing together and, 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 and doing music together. And we are, as the, as the Enlightenment crowd and, and as the technologically savvy and whatever, we forget this. And, and so going to a concert is, is the one time where you can do, where you can be yourself and where you can have this communal feeling with dancing with others and, and you know, really sharing the moment and dancing the night away. And I really... I, I realized this just recently that this is something really um, transcending, maybe, you know, this is this is like like a drug without side effects, basically, you know, it's it's just uh, pure endorphins. Yeah. And and even if, you know, you, you get you get uh, spilled over with beer and, and stuff and, and some people puts uh, whatever, you know, but but it still has so I really miss this feeling, so I'm I'm happy that you, that you yeah. could that you could uh, uh, at least have a few shows. Um, um, oh yeah, going to shows is the best thing ever. Yeah, and and I guess uh, you know I haven't seen your shows, of course, but you know getting the energy. My shows, but going to shows. I mean, for me, my favorite thing to do is go to see bands. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay, when 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 you know this the, the energy and and stuff. So what what was your maybe um. Uh, what's your uh, what what kind of music are you going to? Which which shows are? Wh what was the best show you have been to? Let's put it this uh, precise. Um, I like to go to like mainly metal, like death metal, deathcore shows. Um, those are my favorite, like extreme, extreme, extreme shows. But I like all sorts of shows. But yeah, um. One of my favorite shows was uh, when I first saw a band called Full Blown Chaos, New York hardcore band. Just was the heaviest breakdowns ever, and it just blew my face off and changed my life. I love that band. Got them tattooed on my ribs, and uh, just like an underground New York hardcore band. Not many people knew, know them. I've seen Slayer front row. Um, that was one of my favorite shows. Uh, Mashuga puts on a fucking great show. Yeah, man, there's so many good ones. But to answer your question, I'd say that Full Blown Chaos was one of my all-time favorites. Okay, I'm going to check them out. Let's see. Full Blown Chaos. They're still around, right? Yeah, well, they haven't made a new record in a long time, but yeah, they're still around 100%. Cool. Their self-titled album is amazing and wake the demons is like my favorite album by that okay wake the demons, yeah, wake the demons. okay <laughs> i can do that as well <laughs> um no so um maybe uh let's let's finish finish this off with because um okay. you just you just came came from the woods so um yes. what is what is the thing you like to do to uh, you know to uh, as as um, 
to to clean your your palate basically to to clean your your head and uh, you know to right. to just chill what do, because you know remember I wanted to talk to you earlier and you you said I, I found it very funny uh, you said oh no I'm at a pool party <laughs> and I was like okay cool he's enjoying life you yeah. know I, I wished I could go to because it's quite hot yeah. in here uh, I. I wish I could go to a pool party, but you know, you seem to to enjoy life. So, what is what is yeah. your not not guilty pleasure? What what is your yeah. what is your pleasures uh, you take uh, besides music? What do you do to relax? Um, to relax, I really enjoy the extreme elements. I enjoy extreme heat and extreme cold. I know most people don't think about that as relaxing, but I, I like stuff that taps you into like your primal. We're animals, you know, we're designed to withhold or to withstand the elements. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like uh, ice baths, swimming in the lake, cold, cold water, cold, cold exposure in general. And then I like the heat, man, sweat lodges, saunas, love that stuff. Some of my favorite stuff to do, hiking, being outside, just connecting with With nature in terms of actually like relaxing you know all the good stuff dude reading the occasional horror movie hanging with my cat <laughs> cool plants flowers yeah. this is this is something you know i i realized in this pandemic that sometimes it's it's not good that we that we make our life too um too easy going you know sometimes uh, it's good to have some challenges like you have it with your extremes with your, your heat and your cold and what i mean you know if you are in this modern world you know where everything is where you have the heating and you can put on the thermostat and you have this yes. and that everything is where in the past you would have to chop wood to get yes. a, a hot bath or something and and so i think We, we lost a little bit um we, we you know we we grow we grow too accustomed to to all the benefits but which is good you know i mean you know tell this to to a third world country person that oh you know we are well too well off because we have a thermostat and we don't have to do this and that and i don't have to walk uh, 10 miles to get a clean water or something you know i can just open the tap this is really cool you know i, I understand But but sometimes it's a little bit um, because what you just said reminded me that, that we should be aware of how well we are off and also, you know, um, maybe take us out a little bit of it, you know, go, go, um, you know, camping and, and just have a, a wood fire or something and start a wood fire in, in a traditional way. Also, you know, just to, to experience nature like like it should have primal. been experienced, you know, like primal and not, not on the Discovery Channel just zapping through and, and learning something about the penguins. It's, it's really nice, but you, I, I think we are, we are very similar in this thing that um, sometimes it's better to not to take the easy route because it's more gratifying if you... or you learn more if you take the harder road. And, um, and yeah, I... Yeah, I don't want to want to bash on 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 the people uh, in gen general, but it, it's so um, we we're losing out of, of a lot of experiences if we don't uh, get into hardships. Sometimes that's that's my point. You'd enjoy the Wim Hof book called the Wim Hof Method. Wim Hof. You enjoy that a lot. 
I will check it out. Wim Hof. How do you write Wim Hof? W-I-M-H-O-F. Mm -hmm. It's called the Wim Hof Method. He just came out with it. It basically it talks to exactly what you just said. It's very inspiring. I think you'd like it a lot. Mm -hmm. No, I, I realized this too. I have a guy, a friend who, who lives in the woods and he has a sauna. So I visit him often to, to go to the sauna and, and he has to chop wood. You know, and, and because it's it's and, and this is cool. And I really I I envied him, you know, um, because he has to do physical labor to get his hut hot. And but it's a, it's a cool thing. And, and, uh, and you know, in the, like 100 years ago, people would be oh, you're crazy. You know, it would be so much cooler if, if you get it out of, a, uh, you know, just just turn turn a dial. Um, yeah, totally, and, man. Anyway, yeah, this this is um, okay. Thank you very much for your time. It was really nice to get to know you. Um, yeah, I wish you all the best with your new album. And please, please Thank let you, me man. know once it's out. You know, I have a little playlist and I have a little radio show where I can play your music. And um, I'm happy yeah. to do my little promotion stuff. And uh, of course, if you ever make it over to Germany, I would be very happy to see you live because I I think I would really enjoy. Your show. Yeah, I will be, dude. I will be making it to Germany. And yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for your time. And have a good uh, rest. For you, it's the day is beginning, right? Yeah, yeah. We're like six hours behind you guys, I think. Yeah. No, I, I will get my dinner now and, and you, will, uh, <laughs> you will start your day. Have a good day and thank you very much for your time. Thanks, man. All the best.